You're listening to Crystal and Emily on Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts. Hello. Hello. So we're back with another episode of (laughs) Love Your Shelf. And even though it's been a while since our last uh, episode, Mm -hmm. I haven't been consuming very much because there's just been a lot of other things going on. It's been it's been a crazy few weeks. Mm -hmm. I've been revisiting some old stuff. You and I both had colds. So we were home. Mm -hmm. We work closely. So Crystal and I end up giving each other most of our sicknesses. We've all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of kind of just passive watching. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I'm don't, I don't have any plans to change that. But I did read some books, and I started some that I'm not going to finish. Oh. So I will tell you about those. Okay. And a lot of these um, are uh, <clears throat> galleys, so we're not, I'm not going to, okay. we don't have them yet. They Many of them are coming out later in the spring or in the summer. Okay. So don't kill me about that, but <laughs> I did have a... A nice uh, virtual pile of them that I wanted to get through. And so, um, yeah, so that's what a lot of these are. To look forward to. To look forward to, yeah. Mm. But I want to mention first and foremost the book, and we maybe we talked about it last time, but you, that you showed me, and I ended up, I saw that I, I put it onto my Goodreads uh-huh. and made some of my friends laugh who follow oh. my Goodreads. <laughs> They're like, what is the squirrel wife? <laughs> And so I have to give you credit for finding this book by uh, Philippa Pierce. It's a children's book. Yep. And uh, it's one of the more bonkers it, things in, I mean, in print that I've ever I, seen. So I started here as a shelver, and I was filling in for our shelver who was out that day, taking a walk down memory lane, when I picked up The Squirrel Life. <laughs> And I promptly set it aside on my desk because I knew it would be interesting, Mm -hmm. and it was. It's such a weird original fairy tale published in 1971, Mm -hmm. which was super appropriate (laughs) based on the weirdness. Yeah, so do you, should I give the uh, the synopsis? You'll probably make it shorter than I would. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to correct me if I get something wrong, but... It's um, it's about a young man who uh-huh. um, finds a little green person in the forest with yeah. a it's like been trapped under a tree like or something. The people that in the village where the little boy lives are like afraid of these green people. Yeah, they're yeah, the little green men. The legend of the green men or whatever. <laughs> so he finds one and rescues him. Right, and the, so the boy rescues the little green man. And then the little green man gives him a ring uh-huh. and says, yeah, this is your reward, you know, for saving me. <laughs> I'm going to give you this ring and you're going to put it on a squirrel. And that squirrel is going to be your squirrel wife. And I think he I, says, like, something like you'll, I don't know, get to experience all the good things of the forest with your wife. And he's like, what do you mean? I don't have a wife. <laughs> He's like, well, find a squirrel, and then you will. <laughs> wow. So, so silly. he goes around trying to put this ring on squirrels, which 
for a squirrel, it's like a bracelet, <laughs> which is just just that detail alone. I just know. Gave me, Adorable, just, yeah, first of all. Yes. <laughs> and then he finally he finds one that he fancies. Like, I, I don't, don't know. know. Or the first one he could get to. Yeah. So then the squirrel, through the magic of the ring, turns into a woman. Yeah. Who seems to be lovely. Except. Except. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Except for her crazy squirrel eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and this is an illustrated book too. So um, she's got this long red hair. Because it's like a red squirrel. Yeah, right? yeah. Like her hair looks like a bushy squirrel tail. <laughs> <laughs> she has crazy animal eyes. And but... But she has, she's powerful because she knows all the secrets of the forest. Right. So they know, like, this kind of wood is best for building furniture. And (laughs) these kind of berries are best for making pie or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And these nuts. (laughs) It's just all nuts. She's she's like, okay, listen, I'm tired of nuts. I just it tickles me so much. Oh my gosh! And so, the end of the story comes uh-huh. about when I the the man. Yeah, a lot the happens. There's yeah, it's like actually pretty long. Yeah, book it is. Um, but the the man ends up in prison. Yeah, he's locked up, and wrongfully so. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. They just trying to you know keep the. They're just jealous of his squirrel wife. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And so he he wants to be freed, but like once the magic has been done, uh-huh. not thinking like he that's all he doesn't he doesn't get more rewards right. So he can't they can't do any more magic for him. right. But the little green people say <laughs> that um, they can take the magic away, like he, they can take the ring from the squirrel wife, and she'll turn into a squirrel, <laughs> which she'll then be able to break <laughs> into the jail and free and him. free him. Um, but he's like, but now, so she does. She decides to do that. She's like, yes. I love you. I'm going to make the sacrifice. And he's like, no, I love you. <laughs> but she does it anyway. She does it anyway. And then I think this is my favorite part. <laughs> she, they say, the little green people say, okay, well, you know, we can't redo all this magic, but we can turn the squirrel back into a woman but she's not going to be squirrel wife anymore. She's just going to be a regular old lady wife. You know those crazy squirrel eyes you love so much? <laughs> They're going to be gone. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't, oh, I don't want, I don't want just this boring regular lady. Regular hot lady. Yeah, right. I want this crazy squirrel lady. <laughs> and so don't they then, like, move to the city because yeah, she no longer has knowledge of the forest? Yeah, like, once she becomes a full lady, she's like, this is disgusting. Why do we live in the woods? Get me out of here. I'm a city girl now. <laughs> so they move to the village. The end. <laughs> So, yeah, so that is a trip. Such a wild ride. You can check that book out if we... At our very own library. Yeah. And if anybody has ever read that book or seen it or heard of it, I want to know about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to start a book club. (laughs) Where we just talk about the squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... I hadn't thought about that in a couple of days, so thanks for... (laughs) Oh, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. All right. What else you got? Moving on. I read a book by uh, Lisa Tadeo called Ghost Lover Uh Stories. 
Um, no squirrels in this one. <laughs> I know. But um, it's, so it's short stories. Uh-huh. And the first one, Ghost Lover, is... Uh, I always find, like, even though we engage with technology 24-7, mm-hmm. whenever it's, like, the feature, particularly, like, social media and stuff like that, when it's a feature of something in a book, to me it feels so... Um, somehow remarkable you know I don't know yeah I don't know but so the book the story the first story of the ghost lover is about this woman who um has a like a sort of a bad breakup mm-hmm. and then she creates this app where basically she um text messages people's partners oh so that they don't have to stress out like when they're like meeting somebody or getting to know somebody or they have a have huh. they're starting a relationship, uh-huh. she'll send the messages as if that's the other person and like woo them or, you know, oh, whatever. Uh-huh. So she's like be, is the ghost lover and um Interesting. Yeah. And she becomes super rich and famous because of it. Mm-hmm. Um and and like grows her business. So she's got a whole like army of people doing these oh, messages, not just her. Interesting, yeah. And um it was, it made me feel old because mm. I was like, is that what a relationship is these days? Right? Oh, man. Yeah. And it kind of is, you mm-hmm. know, like people that are, you know, going on dating sites or whatever, and they've got to message all these people. That's like a whole job. And, you know, then you have to wait to see if they're going to respond and how fast are they going to respond. And, and, you know, I was thinking about that with, because uh, I've, probably said even on here before that like Nick and I met just in person through friends just before Tinder and all of that kind Mm -hmm. of blew up and I was thinking about how even the I'm such a sensitive person but even like I feel like if I didn't match with a person or something I'd kind of have my feelings hurt like I just feel like it would be such I don't know you'd have to learn how to it's definitely not think, take it so personally, and that's just so foreign yeah. to me. I, it's just all I. I'm 31, but Glad might as that well you be 81. Escaped yeah, that. yeah. I really am. I I don't. Th- I think I would just be okay with being single. Yeah. I mean, I just I can't imagine it. Yeah, it's it's, it's terrible. Not for me. Right. Yeah. But you know, I don't. I don't know why. I guess because I've read a whole generation of books pre-social media yeah. that whenever it's in a book I'm kind of like I feel like even as a as a writer I would be hesitant to do that because mm-hmm. I think it it immediately dates itself yeah true so when you're talking about whatever tinder or whatever those things come, come up and, go. and then go and then, sure sure and you know is this book going to have lasting mm-hmm. value mm-hmm. because it's so contemporary totally. at the time um and that's kind of it's also a new thing because I you know, I didn't feel like that about computers or mm-hmm. you know just anything in general that was things were changing. Um, in fact, I was super into any kind of like technology, yeah, um, yeah, kind of literature. But now it just seems it's almost like it's already passe once it's in print. Yeah, I like there are even even on television sometimes I'm super aware like oh my gosh, we're going to watch this in 10 years and be making fun of that phone and how we were doing this. 
Because I think there is a way to kind of tone that down, like make it modern. Mm-hmm. Like I, one of the shows I've been rewatching is Grace and Frankie, mm-hmm. which is ooh, so delightful. It's I hilarious. just, oh my gosh, it's so brilliant. So I really love it. Yeah. Um, and they have them, you know, talking on the phone and occasionally texting, but it's not much more than that. You right. Know, I feel like you see in a lot of TV and movies people stop by your house when Mm -hmm. in real life they would send a text message or whatever. Right. But they still do that on Grace and Frankie and I Mm -hmm. appreciate it Mm because, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if a a youngish person watches uh, You've Got Mail. Yeah. What are they going to think about that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're going to not understand anything that's going on. What is that crazy noise? I know. (laughs) What are they doing? Are they hurting their computer? (laughs) Exactly. It does sound like it. Just logging on to the interweb. Just normal. (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I I don't know. That's kind of a digression about from the book because the book is good. Sure. It's just, um, it just just made me think about it. Yeah, interesting point. I've thought about it before. Yeah. Books, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like The Matrix. Yeah. I mean, you know, 22, 23 years ago is when yeah. the first one came out. Things have changed. Yep. <laughs> Quite a bit. Yep. Um, anyway, so. But I do recommend it. Um, good yeah, short stories. Yeah, that sounds cool. And not always. I'm, like, short stories are very, I love, like, to have, like, little bits of things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard. Short stories, I think, are harder than yeah, novels. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I read Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow mm-hmm. by Gabrielle Zevin. And the only other thing that I have read of hers and I really liked, it was several years ago, um, The Storied Life of A.J. Fickery, mm-hmm. and, uh, which is great. I would highly recommend that. But um, this is a new one that's coming out soon um, about these two childhood friends who... Um, are estranged from each other, and then mm-hmm. they meet back up and they're, when they're adults, and they start creating video games. Cool. And so um, I like, I like, the, like again, it's technology, mm-hmm. but I feel like um, it's, it's more about, like, virtual stuff than, mm-hmm. than um, like, the specific kind of technology that you're using. So Yeah, yeah. But again, I mean, you can't, I don't think you can avoid it entirely. You can't just, like... Even in, like you're saying, in Grace and Frankie, yeah. they, don't in, they don't avoid that entirely so yeah. that it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's about. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, but it's a love story. Okay. And, um, video it, game love story. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I, I really like video games. I don't play them mm-hmm. like I used to, but that goes for pretty much everything that I used to do. <laughs> I don't do it as much as I did. But, um, like... Games as an art form, I think, yeah. is is really fascinating. There's some amazing ones out there. Gosh. And, uh, yeah. yeah. The only thing that keeps me from doing it is because I'm just not very good at it. And I hate, like, having to do the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm not, uh, not patient enough no. to get good at it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, if there's somebody, I'll watch somebody play a game. Yeah. But not going to try to do it. No, same. Um, so, but I do recommend that book. It's coming out soon. And then, um, we'll get into the ones that I'm, well, well, I'll wait for a second to get into the ones that I don't recommend and, uh, mention a couple of others that I do. Um, Blake Couch has a new book coming out, um, called Upgrade. 
And he has written um, several other books that I've really liked, mm-hmm. including the series Wayward Pines, which created the, mm-hmm. which was the show, TV show that came out of that. And then um, he wrote Recursion and Dark Matter. And in this one, the main character um, is involved in an explosion, and then um, he wakes up in the hospital, and <clears throat> it's like this, he, he super heals, like he, he oh. heals and then begins to, to upgrade. So his like memory gets better and his, oh. it's like his mind is expanding and um, yeah. So it's another technological one, uh-huh. but it's a fantasy kind of. Cool. Yeah. It's sci-fi yeah. fantasy yeah, cool. kind of thing. Um, so, and it's genetic engineering and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, anyway, I, I do always like Blake Couch. It's not, um, it's still a little bit genre fictiony. It's not, yeah. I don't even usually make this distinction. It's not high art, but um, <laughs> it's definitely worth reading. Cool. It's a quick read that's keeps yeah. you keeps you into that it. That doesn't you know? turn me off. No. In fact, that turns me on to right. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I can get through this in an <laughs> yeah, evening excellent. or two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there is another one that I just I haven't finished, but um, by Kirsten White. And it's called Hyde. Mm-hmm. And I was asking you a minute ago, because there was a TV show recently um, called Panic, mm-hmm. about this competition that, like, turns deadly, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and so this book is about this um, abandoned amusement park, and they have Ooh. a challenge. Yeah. Ooh. So you have to spend a week in this abandoned amusement park Ew. without getting caught. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Caught by... The police? Caught. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. And so um, people are, you know, who play in the game, I think it's like 14 people, mm-hmm. um, they start disappearing. Mm-hmm. And so yep. the main character has to make it out. Cool. And um, she has a history that where she's like the last one surviving her family. So she has this has Final story. Final girl? It's, I mean, it's getting technically into a final girl. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious. I'm gonna see how it goes, but um, I th- it's very promising. Like just the yeah. the beginning of it. So cool. Yeah, I'm interested in that. And let's see. Okay, so the ones that I don't recommend, and I'm gonna have to apologize to my my dear <laughs> friend Amy, but. <laughs> Um, she gave me a copy of a book called The Gargoyle mm-hmm. by Andrew Davidson. And she's like, I love this book. I think I was there for that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I started it and I couldn't finish it because I have very, I'm not squeamish about many things, but oh. the the book begins in such a squeamish way that I just couldn't, you I didn't want to read it. told me about yeah. that. Okay. I mean, it's not spoiling anything because it literally happens in the first chapter that the main character is in a car accident. Yes. And yeah. he is burned yeah. severely all yeah. over his body. And uh, I, I just Couldn't. have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, he, it's well written. Mm-hmm. It's Too very well. evocative. Too well. Yes. Yeah. It describes it in great detail. And uh, I just. Uh, I hate I got that. the ick. I got the ick. Yeah, I, I hate get that. out of there. And I'll usually like try to push through something like that, 
even though I can feel that I'm starting to like feel weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually I can for, and I may, you know, skip ahead and see if I can yeah. jump into yeah. it later. Yeah. But, uh, Oh, I'm the queen of that. So I know <laughs> skipping what ahead. I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or so s- skipping we'll squeamish stuff. <laughs> and she says, you know, she really loves it. So there must be something to it, but mm-hmm. not in the mood right now. Um, <laughs> Then she also recommended another one. I should know better by now. You know, she's, <laughs> she's obviously like trying to do something to me. But um, Tender is the Flesh by Augustina Besterica mm-hmm. and is another one. And I've also seen it um, recommended a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. But recommended as like a yikes, you know. Oh. Like people that really like that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's horror. Okay. And... Um, yeah, you can. I think you can extrapolate what it might be about based on the title. Okay, cool. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Cool. I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go into it. But, um, yeah, it's getting a lot of rave reviews, but people Oof. are also saying like, "Yowza!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yowza! Direct quote exactly. from a review. <laughs> I'm going to write that review. Uh, just yowza, period. <laughs> period. Not even exclamation point. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> and then um, I was wanted to like it, but I, I was really curious to see what it would be mm-hmm. like. But um, a new book by Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl on The Walking Dead. Oh. Yeah. He wrote a novel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> called The Ravaged. Uh-huh. Oof. Eh. Oof. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Daryl. I know, man. I, I've, I've watched a show. There was like a travel show with that he was on. Yeah. Um, that was about him, like riding a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. He's an interesting yeah, guy. That, yeah. But, um, yeah. It's, it's about a young man, you know, and he's traveling the country and he's and got he's demons. Also, <laughs> oh, he's got, how original. He's got demons, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he beats up his boss who who beats the who beats his, his dog. You oh know. well, it's just a little. I mean, yeah, but uh, it's a little over the. It, I don't know. Yeah. There's some cheese factor. It's cheese, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, it's I didn't know what I wanted. Like, but this is my fantasy of who I want to be. Yes. Yeah. A dude fantasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't mean that in it. I mean. You can take it for however you want to mean that. Right. But, yeah, it was um, just not my mm-hmm. my cup of tea. And so... Um, <laughs> not we'll into, leave that. Not into dude fantasy. Not into dude fantasy. <laughs> I mean, I, too, would love to beat up a guy who beats a dog. Definitely. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's yes. I, I wish I was. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> Riding around on my motorcycle, <laughs> beating up can, dog abusers. I can see it. <laughs> Uh, and you know, in the in the show, he's the one who uses the the bow and arrow. Or yeah, whatever, so yeah. Also, have that strapped on. Yes, back, absolutely. Back, you know? Somehow, you're Daryl and this actual guy. Yeah. <laughs> I same mean, time. and Norman Reedus and, and the character, and it, it's all a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Moving on. Okay. I Noted. do want to mention a few um, things that I've watched. Okay. And I know that you have watched some of this, or some of these as well. Uh-huh. Um, 
And I don't know what I think about it, but I started watching Murderville. So did we. We watched the first two. Uh-huh. And I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I watched probably <clears throat> maybe the first three. Okay. Um, and so it's on Netflix. It's Will Arnett and Celebrity Guests. Yes. And he plays a, like a goofy, broken down detective, yeah. police detective. And every episode he has a new partner that's mm-hmm. the celebrity guest. Yeah. And the guests don't have any scripts. Um, so there's like a loose story. Yes. But they just have it's, to act. Yeah. They're just, just off totally the improvised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell. And oh, the, yeah. honestly, like those are the parts that cracked me up the most when you're like they're just, they're clearly like dying laughing yeah. right now or about yeah. to or just finished. Yeah. Well, I think the first one or one of the first ones is Conan O'Brien. It's, yeah, the first one. And I really wanted to like it. It was kind of a dud. I kind of felt like, I was like, Conan. Yeah. I know you got bring more it, than bring that. Bring it, bring yeah. it. I know. And I kind of felt like there were points where he was kind of like. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> going on? I don't know. Not playing along. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I, yeah. He was not the right person for that. I, yeah. yeah. Agreed. But then the one I think I liked the most was Marshawn Lynch. Was that the, uh. Is he the football player? Yes. We that was the other one that we watched. It was he was funny. He was funny. I know he was quick and, and he, he was, was like he was. There were parts that I was like, dude, this yeah. guy's an athlete. Like, yeah. good job. Yeah, no, he was killing it, and it's it's pretty funny. But also, Will Arnett <clears throat> himself mm-hmm. cracks up more than anybody I know. else. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> so he's not. He breaks all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, which. Like, you know, in Saturday Night Live and things like that, there were, like, Jimmy Fallon and yeah. so, oh, a lot yeah. of those people that just laughed That's, the whole and time. And people kind of loved that, yeah. you know? I almost felt like they, like, were, like, hey, you know, yeah. make really, sure you crack, really crack on this up. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it is. I find that that's funny, but... I don't know. Something don't know. about this is just it's not It's like it needed it. to be fine-tuned somehow, and I'm not the person with the answer because no. this is a brand new thing, but, Yeah. I liked the idea. Same. And some of it was okay, but mostly... Not enough for me to keep going. Yeah. Necessarily. No yowza. (laughs) (laughs) No yowza. Ooh, burn. Burn, It's a burn from Crystal. (laughs) And then there's another one that we've talked about um, with Kristen Bell. Um, The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Yeah. And it was funny because I have seen the movies and read the books that that and it's I kind of a parody have, of, but you hadn't. Well, I, the only one I've seen is the girl on the train oh, one, well. and I understand like that. Well, I don't know which it's not a parody. genre con, yeah. concept, yeah. you know, in a story, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it was kind of like um, basically it's a there's a whole. Like, like almost a genre yeah. of um, that had come out recently of young to middle-aged women who are not believable, not reliable narrators yeah. because they have kind of some, some kind of substance abuse issue yeah. and nobody believes them when they say they saw somebody get murdered, yeah. but, and then they almost end up getting murdered themselves. And they usually see it through some sort of window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Train, so house, a lot. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so the whole thing, and it's a series, which yeah. I thought was also odd. I know. That maybe like a two-hour movie Agreed. would make sense. But yes. like on these, in these short episodes, it was, it was bizarre. I, I okay, because at first, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize it was a parody. 
<laughs> or I mean, be... and then, I mean, eventually I got to a point where I was like, "There's no way this is <laughs> real." <laughs> they supposed think to take this is normal yeah. and good, yeah. But um, even after I realized what was going on, I was still just kind of like, "This is off. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's too much, but too also much not enough. enough." Yeah, yeah. It's like almost too subtle mm-hmm. in a way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because it's. You know, things like Scary Movie mm-hmm. um, or or a lot of those, like, old, like, you know, yeah. parody things that would parody, like, um, detective stories. Sure. Or, you know, there's tons of those. Yeah. But, um, I th- yeah, like you said, this one doesn't go far enough into the parody yeah. to really be funny. Yeah. It just seems, it's kind of, like, because a lot of those, these stories that it's supposed to be referring to are almost to that level themselves. Yeah, because I didn't so realize extreme. when... Because I, I saw it before you did or started it before you did. And I was explaining that, like, one of her things is she's, like, afraid of the rain. And I was like, <laughs> what's that? And you were like, oh, that's, like, a thing from <laughs> right. something. From, yeah, yeah. The, the agoraphobic lady. Yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but, that's the... Um, that's the uh, woman in the window. I okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, anyway, did you finish it? No. Yeah. Same. Yeah. We'll uh, probably got. We'll just leave it there. Yeah. But I do like that kind of thing normally. I know. So we'll just maybe see off the mark a little bit. Um. Let's see. Oh, and then I watched part of at least started a series called Midnight Asia. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I like travel shows and I like um, food shows, mm-hmm. and this is a travel food show. Yeah. About like. Um, late night places all over Asia and so yeah and so that's That's cool yeah it kind of you know these cultural things like but particularly the the late night kind of um night owl Mm -hmm. kind of stuff yeah so it's it's pretty interesting if if you're into that kind of thing I watched a couple episodes of is it ugly delicious yeah I really liked it I love ugly delicious really liked it like I watched Maybe the fried chicken episode and then crawfish. That's David Chang. Or, yeah. yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, he, he has some other shows, too. Really? Anything that David I'll Chang does. I'm, yeah, I, I like him a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Um, and so then, uh, somehow, I guess because of that, Netflix decided to tell me what I should watch next, which was uh, All of Us Are Dead, uh, which is a Korean series. Okay, and yeah, that one's been advertised yeah. to me, like I've, but I haven't watched it. It was Korean zombies, and yeah, in zombies a on a in a in yeah. a high school, yeah, and it's so over the top that it's almost like slapstick, just not even not scary, even just just so much. I don't know. It's hard. I feel like there must be something to compare it to, but. Um, it was just wild. I'm yeah. Not, it wasn't, it wasn't also smarter, interesting. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't keep up with it, but it mm-hmm. does reference another film that I keep hearing about all the time called train to Busan, mm-hmm. which is a Korean zombie film nice. from six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I started that and I did get into it. I don't know. Well, I'm just, I sometimes, I'm real bad about series that I will put them on while I'm doing other things. Yeah, and yeah. And so if it's something that has subtitles oh, or yeah. anything like that. No, you have to, like, yeah, yeah. obviously have your attention. So I will watch that because that one is highly recommended. Yeah. And, you know, 
kind of informed this other sure. series, which I think took it out of it. Okay. <laughs> Just went crazy with it. <laughs> but um, super ultra-violent, if that's, if that's your jam. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's a couple of others. I'm going to... There's a super-duper weird one, um, and I can't remember if we've talked about it, but it's on Apple Plus, and it's called Severance. Hold on. What's it about? It is about Adam Scott plays the main character, and Patricia Arquette is a, one of the characters oh, maybe as well. Not. And uh, essentially, it's about this uh, company, like a, like a big kind of faceless international, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. company, and the employees, or at least the ones that you you meet at the beginning. And there's only a few episodes, so mm-hmm. I've only I've only seen like two. Um, Adam Scott is one of them that they, when they go into work, they have this severance drug that um, makes them forget their lives at home. So while they're at work, they only know and think about work. Then when they go home, they forget everything they know about work. And so it's like these two Ah, different lives. Yeah. And it's kind of like eternal sunshine and Uh spotless mind. But without any kind of whimsy. Okay. It's very, oh, it's kind okay. of dark. Well, I wouldn't say without any kind of whimsy. It's pretty dark. But there are funny things that happen. Um, John Turturro is another one of the characters. He's always great. He's always great. And, um, yeah, so basically things kind of glitch and something happens and they start questioning, you know, what's happening to them. Oh. And they they find out, like one of them escapes mm-hmm. and uh you know goes to, like from one of the employees i think like the the supervisor or whatever yeah um quits or stops uh-huh. coming to work and they don't know why um but then he's waiting at the home of one of the other employees and tells him this is what's happening to uh-huh. us you uh-huh. know and so they start to investigate it and, cool yeah i don't know i'm interested yeah it's very Me. very quirky yeah and really like drab colors and mm-hmm. and the rooms are really strange it's like the the office space that they're in it's like a labyrinth for one thing with mm-hmm. all these doors that are not marked or anything mm-hmm. and the room that the there's like a team of four and they sit in this little pod of computers that like face each other but then it's this huge room all around them and all they do all day is like <laughs> um these there's like sea of numbers is on the screen and they like circle some of them and drag them into a little trash can thing oh my goodness that's all they do um and that's all they can think about because yeah yeah they don't have anything else so i'm very intrigued by it yeah me too and then the last one i want to mention is uh on netflix and everybody's talking about it but it's inventing anna oh okay i haven't watched that one yet yeah i started watching something else i totally forgot about it until just now so i'll okay we'll have to them. yeah we'll revisit that but how is it i want to watch it i think that the story is intriguing mm-hmm. it's fascinating mm-hmm. actually and I wanted to know, because I read about about this person. I yeah, I had never heard of it. Nick months was, ago. Nick had yeah. yeah, and so well, several several years ago, I think. But Anna Delvey, or Anna, also known as mm. Anna Sororkin, mm-hmm. um, was a con artist mm-hmm. basically. But she, at the age of like twenty five, twenty six, um, infiltrates, for lack of a better word, um, New York high society. Mm-hmm 
and and like convinces all these people that she's an heiress and and ends up going to prison because or being arrested for um fraud yeah and for defrauding all of these people because she she wants to create this um social club called the Anna Delvey Foundation what and she convinces some of the most high-powered attorneys and financial organizations to back her. But then things kind of start to fall apart because she's not an heiress. She doesn't have any money. And she, in order to keep up this lifestyle, she ends up having to, or not having to, but yeah. she ends up stealing yeah. from her friends and yeah. from you know all these other people. And so it, I wanted to know, you know, what is she? What is really her backstory? Yeah. yeah. But it's like ten episodes. It's a wow. it's a series. Yeah. And by six or seven, I was I don't like the the way that the uh, that the series is done. It's mm-hmm. it's a Shonda Rhimes yeah. um, creation, <laughs> and it kind of especially in toward those middle episodes, it is kind of. Um, the structure is very much like plain old like drama television, like Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Yeah, and hmm. yeah, and there's some real goofy stuff. Hmm. And they say that you know some of it is is fictitious, so it's not like a documentary. Yeah, like y'all didn't necessarily need to even add this in. <laughs> yeah. It was it it doesn't add anything to it to me. But um, it gets it gets cheesy, hmm. and I don't know that I'm. I'll even watch the last couple of episodes, but um, yeah, I don't know. The story That's a shame, itself, it, I would yeah. read a book about it, or no, I would read a magazine article about it. Yeah. And I, mean, I would want to know about it. <laughs> a magazine article because <laughs> I like uh, that stuff is so fascinating to me. Like just con, I mean, con artists like that, which actually kind of goes into. Um, what I was going to bring up. Well, because first of all, you remember the, the story of the guy who, like, convinced all these people that he was a Rockefeller? Yeah. Um, like, there, I read the book about that a couple years back. Uh-huh. And, um, like, that story is really fascinating to me. Um, and there's, like, murder involved in that mm-hmm. one. I don't know, you know, where this one goes. But um, what I Nick and I started watching was The Tinder Swindler. Oh, And, yeah. I mean... What a jerk, first of all. I mean, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, just that um, the the ability to just commit so deeply at, and, like, at, you know. Oh, she gets. You will stop at nothing for yeah. this, you know. She she gets caught, essentially, multiple times and betrays people over and over again and, like, you know, I don't want to, if somebody wants to go after it and, you know, watch it or whatever, I don't want to give too much away. But at one point, they go on this vacation that costs $60,000. And she's still friends with the person who ended up having to foot the bill because she ran out on it. And just things like that, it was just sort of... And it doesn't explain that. It doesn't explain why these people kept taking up for her well, and like at one point oh go ahead yeah well she goes to she's trying to get this financing and so she goes to this like uh high-powered lawyer and mm-hmm. he's like 
no, I can't, I, you know, I, I, what do you, you don't, you don't have anything on paper. Yeah. And she <laughs> convinces this guy to back her, yeah. basically saying, yeah, give her carte blanche. She's, she's good for it, basically, is what she wants this guy to do. And so they're going to give her $40 million to put this, what? to do all this. Yeah. <laughs> and so then as it, like, gets down to the wire, things start to fall apart because, you know, I mean, but she navigates it amazingly well yeah. somehow yeah. to get to that point. And every single person that's interviewed about her describes a different person, basically, um, until wow. things start to kind of fall apart. But, um, yeah, the show, not great. The um, the Julia something the, the actress. that plays the yeah, yeah the actress that plays her is great yeah I mean but, I was excited to see her kind of go off on her own yeah uh, from Ozark but mm-hmm. um, yeah no like well because I was gonna say with the Tinder guy um, it's made pretty clear you know what these girl the girls that he takes advantage of like what their motivation is he's mm-hmm. a handsome guy and he's rich. And he's, you know, showering them. And he, and he, like, specifically finds these women who are vulnerable enough to fall for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I went to a wedding this last weekend and um, for a friend of Nick's. And I got into an argument with one of his friends because the guy was trying to say, like, those girls deserved it. Like, they, oh. you know. And I was like, no. <laughs> no one deserves that. <laughs> I don't care if you make bad choices. <laughs> or if you're not the smartest yeah. person in the world, you don't deserve that. <laughs> right. But he does, exa- like, the same thing. I mean, he starts... <laughs> people... I keep seeing all these memes of people saying, um, like, hey, my enemies are after me. I need all this money. Because that's basically what he tells her. Oh, it's like, my, my enemies. Anyway... It's oh, just, bless yeah, I know, it's awful. And he's, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, so this girl says she claims to be um, a Russian, um, <laughs> like, uh, debutante mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. whose father has cut her off, but that she's going to get a trust when she turns 25. Um, and so she has the money coming, but he's he's cut her off and she's... All by her lonesome and you know, Manhattan yeah. So she's she's playing the like, mm-hmm. yeah, doe-eyed, yes. sad girl. Yes. Okay. But yeah, it's but she definitely has other many other facets to her. Ooh. And when anybody doesn't, when anybody like refuses her, the claws come out. You know, oh, and man. she like switches attacks real quick. them about you, it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave that one as okay. A, if that's. It's interesting enough, especially at the beginning, um, to kind of see how it develops and builds. Mm-hmm. But I think they just made it too long. Okay. They yeah. just needed to quit adding this, like, For fake once. drama. Usually I'm like, oh, only ten episodes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we don't need the... In the real story, I think, should be sufficient. And if it's not, mm-hmm. then I don't want to watch something about something that really happened. But then they add all of this fake drama totally. to it. Yeah, That's no. just not my yeah. kind of thing. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. So on, on that, that note, note. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, be back sometime. <laughs> We're not going to make any any promises you about our that schedule. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I hate to say that we're going to do this again because who knows? But we will try. We will try. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll be back sometime. So have talk a good to weekend. you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.